So as I thought about it, and with my business partner, G.A. Bartik, who has coached some of the biggest companies in the world doing employee training, we concluded that the core issue for most people now is bullying, intimidation, incivility, workplace violence. This is the real experience that employees face. And a Forbes magazine study showed that 70% of employees witness or experience bullying. That really affects productivity, teamwork. It's hard to be creative when you're experiencing fear or uh, anger and resentment. This is Voices in the Spotlight, where we showcase startup founders, entrepreneurs, business executives, healthcare professionals, book authors, and others who are eager to share information about themselves, their companies, their products, and their services with you. I'm Jeff Ostroff, the host of Voices in the Spotlight. On today's show, we'll shine the spotlight on Ken Hantman, president and creative director of R3 Results, whose company not only is focused on reducing violence in the workplace, but offers real solutions to do just that. Well, hi, Ken. Welcome to Voices in the Spotlight. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Ken, it would be helpful to the audience if you could tell us just a little bit about yourself and what made you establish R3 Results. Jeff, I had a former business where I was in and out of maybe 1,500 or 2,000 different workplaces, government, industry, hospitals, universities, factories. And what I observed was a keen difference between two types. One place I would walk in, everybody was friendly. There was a good feeling. I left feeling wonderful. Other places I'd walk in and it was a feeling of fear in the air and there was just nastiness and like hostility happening. And I asked myself, what's the difference? What causes this? And that's what I wanted to address. Okay. R3 results, as far as I can understand, Ken, seems to focus its attention on preventing company losses, but perhaps not on the losses that businesses usually pay as much attention to. Can you elaborate on that? Sure. So as I thought about it, and with my business partner, G.A. Bartik, who has coached some of the biggest companies in the world doing employee training, we concluded that the core issue for most people now is bullying, intimidation, incivility, workplace violence. This is the real experience that employees face. And a Forbes magazine study showed that 70% of employees witness or experience bullying. That really affects productivity, teamwork. It's hard to be creative when you're experiencing fear or uh, anger and resentment. Yeah, bullying is a huge problem, and it's not just a problem that relates to the workplace, as we know, Ken. Right. This probably relates to what you just said. A significant focus of R3 results, efforts, and activities seems to be on verbally diffusing violent confrontations. Why are you devoting so much of your time to that? Is that part of workplace violence? Well, yeah, certainly. I mean, that's our training and our approach to how employees can deal with these different situations. And there's a whole spectrum of workplace violence. It ranges from the ultimate which is about 25 employees per week in the U.S. murdered at work. And that's mm. greatly underreported. 
Most people are shocked when they hear that. But that's what the FBI has gathered and collated from police departments and reports. So from that to over 38,000 calls to the police each week from the workplace reporting workplace violence. It can range from threat and actual physical assault, things of those sort, but enough to drive people to the phone to call and report it so that we know that the actual number of incidents is even much larger and goes unreported. That's a lot of workplace violence. Ken, if we were having this conversation 10 years ago, 15 years ago, what's been the trending on workplace violence? And we're speaking here, I think, at the moment about North America. We need to clarify that. And also, if you could comment on COVID's impact, if any, on this. Well, the problem is pretty much global. I don't think there's any place that's free of this. And certainly the trend has been in the unfortunate direction. It's gotten worse over the years. Since the COVID pandemic started, it's gotten a lot worse. The American Psychiatric Association reported a 300% increase in mental illness in the United States since the pandemic. Wow. Things that have a large population to be sampled, like the number of people that die of cancer in a year, get in auto accidents, the larger the population sample, the more stable it is typically. The variation from year to year is very slight. So when we hear 300%, something dramatic is going on. Absolutely. What would you suggest, Ken, are some of the reasons besides COVID that are responsible for the trending upward? Clearly, COVID didn't come upon us until 2020. And the trending you're speaking about didn't just start in 2020. What would you posit are some of the reasons for this? Well, that's a deep question. And there's some sort of cultural shift where people have been almost promoted into making hostile, quick reactions to things. That's certainly almost been popularized as a way of behavior. There's economic stress on people. There's instances of racism and other clashes related to politics. All of these things have driven this. In the workplace, though, it's often just a matter of an employee feeling demeaned or humiliated. Maybe it's a boss or it could be a coworker. One of the problems that I see is that the same person in a company that's a bully is often the employee thief. And uh, I had a, a business insecurity in the past I'm aware and well aware that employee thievery goes on. And as you can imagine, a bully thief will say to a good coworker, hey, if you rat me out, you're a dead man. So that's sort of an element. Wow. We're really setting the stage here for why R3 Results is out there to help businesses. So one more question before we get into R3 Results and what it can do to help businesses with this and other kinds of problems that I know that you're involved with, are there any particular businesses, can or industries that are more likely to be affected by workplace violence? Yes, there are. Well, of course, law enforcement faces violence as part of the job. And um, that's it's pretty scary. Knocking on, answering the domestic violence call, knocking on an apartment door, you don't know what's behind the door. Doing a traffic stop, and again, somebody may be on drugs or alcohol or enraged or mentally ill. 
So there's an awful lot of it police face. The second industry after that is healthcare. And according to the American Nurses Association, about a third of nurses are physically assaulted every year. Imagine that, Jeff. Not only dealing with blood and guts and disease and bodily fluids and all of that, but on top of that, being either threatened or physically assaulted. Wow. Now, to continue, there's, of yeah. course, all other industries as well. Hospitality industry, anywhere, basically, where the public interacts with employees, situations happen. Are there situations or industries maybe where you don't have a lot of the public coming in, like manufacturing and whatever, where you also are seeing this employee violence occurring? Yes, manufacturing anywhere where there's a group of people, basically, it just infiltrates our society and our world, this tendency to acting out violence. In a typical company, about half or maybe a little less than half of the incidents happen from within the company, from employees to employee or manager to employee or vice versa, and about a little more than half from outsiders coming in. I mean, it could be anybody. It could be the pizza delivery guy flipping out. Yeah. Never doubt. Yeah. Let's take a look now at what R3 Results does and can do to help businesses and organizations that are dealing with what you're clearly describing here as an increased occurrence of workplace violence and other issues like theft, which again, you may touch on as we get further into this conversation. Can you briefly outline the services that R3 Results offers to businesses who are trying to reduce workplace violence? So as I mentioned, my business partner, GA, has done employee training for 25 years for companies like Google, Comcast, Avis, NetLife, and just hundreds of other smaller companies as well. And what we learned, and I've done consulting to every level of government and industry, and what we've learned is that most employees have a dread of employee training, okay? They have a, a negative anticipation of it. They roll their eyes when that when management says, oh, we're going to have a course on this or that. They call it the flavor of the month in a derisive way. Oh, yeah. And they're right. They're right to do because most of these courses, and I've suffered through some of them, are yeah. so incredibly boring or mind-numbingly obvious, just platitudes. That's not going to give somebody the skills to deal with truly a violent encounter and how to verbally diffuse it. That's not an easy skill. So we have a unique method. We have a six-step unique process to approach that because we're aware of that. And we have to overcome that or we're not going to help anybody. We start out, we measure the starting point and we want to evaluate how aware is that client of ours of this problem. Is management on the 23rd floor in the penthouse? Are they aware of the problems in the basement or not? And we might talk to the people that handle insurance because, of course, this can result in workers' comp claims, lawsuits, or the failure of the company to protect the employee from an act of violence, talk to operations, to security, human resources. All of these departments are involved in this. Then we do what we call advanced publicity. We want the CEO of the company, and we'll prepare a piece for that person, to say, dear employees, we know this is a problem all across the country, and we really care about you. 
we've hired the best trainers in the world to present a course to you. Incidentally, Jeff, our course is a hybrid course. There's a video component, online, web portal access, and then there's in-person training. The video part was filmed by somebody that's shown for the, the Daily Show, shown for all the major networks. It was edited by someone who won national awards for his work for EBS. We hired local professional actors that were great to work with. And they reenacted 100% real incidents of truly violent encounters that were successfully verbally diffused. So everything shown actually happened in the real world and worked. And in this advanced publicity, the, they would say that this course has been praised by top United Nations negotiators. It has. Praised by the former head of security for the United States Marine Corps. So we're trying to build positive anticipation, overcome that prejudice against training. So employees will say, well, this sounds good. The next step, we deputize an internal champion. I will ask the client to give me some well-liked go-to person in their company. Doesn't matter what position or job they have. Just somebody that people like who wants to be a trainer in this. And then I will train the person. So they're going to go around for a month in advance telling the people that like them, their coworkers, say, hey, this course is terrific. Again, this is very important because otherwise when courses are presented, people can be thinking about in my uh, slicing or hooking my golf stroke or where's my kid's soccer game this weekend. Yeah. We want them to be really taking this course and really changing their life with it. It will help them in that life or death situation may only happen once or twice in someone's life and helping them with the little stuff, how to deal with the insults, put downs, those things add up. They stress people out. We're going to give them the skills to, to deal with that. We're going to make everybody that takes as a leader. Only then, only after we've gone through those three steps, which frankly our competitors seem oblivious to, only then do we feel ready to now reach and communicate to the audience. And then they take our movie quality videos. Then they are in groups of 10 with the trainer. So we'll train a trainer who will conduct a class following what they saw on the videos. They're going to get to play the role of the diffuser and their partner will play the role of the attacker. And all experts in this, FBI negotiators, police, will agree you only can learn this Effectively, if it's under simulated uh, stress of an attack, simulated attack. So the, your partner really has to come at you. We're not teaching platitudes. I've seen courses and they'll give statements like, stay calm. Well, how are you supposed to stay calm when somebody has a steel pipe in his hand and he's screaming at you in a, an insane way? So that's what yeah. we're teaching. We're teaching physical skills to how to become aware of your internal state and how to in fact, gain some control. It still won't be pleasant, but at least outwardly, you'll appear solid. And from there, you move towards actually listening to the other person and trying to feel compassion, even though they're flipped out or crazy or a real jerk. Doesn't matter. That orientation is what solves it. I hope you're enjoying today's Voices in the Spotlight show. If you're looking to promote what you or your business offers, then you might make for a great guest on Voices in the Spotlight, too. Here are a few examples of whether our show might be a good fit for you. 
Are you looking to raise capital for your new venture? Do you have life lessons, a success story, or a special set of skills you can teach people? Have you published a book you want to promote? Are you launching a new product or service? Do you have a business or franchise you want to sell? Are you looking to attract the best talent to your organization? To find out more about Voices in the Spotlight and to find out how to be a guest on our show, please visit us at www.jeff-ostroff.com. There you can also learn about some of our other services, such as podcast hosting and content creation, voiceovers, and in-depth interviewing for organizations who want to learn more about their customers, prospects, or competitors. Okay, let's get back to today's show. Ken, about how long would you say the process takes? How many trips might you and the other members of your team have to make to a given business to be able to implement the training and have them feel like we can do this now on our own? Well, the course is accredited for continuing professional education for law officers as eight hours of continuing professional education for nurses as 10 hours for whatever particular reason, but and for other professions in that range. It's perfectly equally well suited to any non-professional, any type of worker at all. It's perfectly suited. And because of the quality of the video and the actors, nobody's going to be thinking about anything else when they're involved in this. So in that range, Jeff, eight to 10 hours, but it can be split up. They can watch a video that's 20 minutes with a 20-minute interactive questionnaire. They call that 45 minutes. That's accessible 365-24-7. So they can say to their employees, sometime in the next week or two, spend 45 minutes and take part one of four online. And then in a meeting where they're going to spend say, an hour and a half doing the the actual in-person practice. So it can be broken down. And over, I would say, a month or two months, depending on how quickly a company wants to do this, they can train everybody. Okay. And I'm assuming, Ken, that this is work that needs to be done in person. This is not something that can be done virtually. Well, uh, we've discussed the possibility of doing it virtually, and uh, it can be done but not as well, certainly, as the in-person component. The video portion, obviously, is online. So that's anybody can access that anywhere. But then the in-person training should be done in person. Then regard to COVID, socially distanced, which it can be. People can stand 10 feet away from one another. If it's in the summer, you can be outside. Yeah. Something else I think is very important to have you point out before we ask about some of the other services that R3 Results provides. What are the expected benefits to the company, to the business, to the organization of implementing this workplace violence prevention program? Right. Well, increased profits for one. Okay. Management has to see the reality of the day-to-day life of the employees. And if they are, like most people in this country, subject to a a degree of incivility, rudeness, bullying, threats, or actual little assaults, if they're subject to that, they just cannot be as productive as possible. You know, it destroys creativity. It destroys teamwork. When you have your guard up and you're worried about stuff, you're not going to be productive 
and innovative. For sure. So a study was done by the University of Massachusetts about the cost to employers of stress for employees. Obviously, this is a big stress. And again, in those companies I went into, whether they were transit authorities or factories or government places where somebody was bullying other people, lots of things go wrong. There's more sick days. There's more workers' comp claims. There's more employee theft. The main cost that I see is employee turnover. And that's a very big issue for companies these days, as well as agencies. For example, the police are losing police and very hard to recruit new ones. Nurses, tremendous turnover. Something like, I don't know, 800,000 nurses are going to be leaving the profession. The cost of a turnover of a nurse is about $65,000. Of course, there's other factors. COVID is a factor. There's other factors. But this is one of the factors. And if we can even reduce it a little bit, and I've done the math, the return on the investment of just slightly decreasing that stress is phenomenal return. So that's one of the things. The other thing, Jeff, is that if you look at what companies pay for employee benefits, and on average, it's something like $14 an hour, they're about $28,000 a year. The benefits are there to keep goodwill from the employees, right? So they say, oh, it's a good company. I have this and that benefit. What do you think happens when somebody in the company gets hospitalized because they got attacked? All of that goodwill is out the window. It's just gone. So if you compare the cost of our course compared to those benefits, it's simply invisible. It's like nothing. That is another reason. I think it's the most valuable thing to people to give them the ability to not be under fear and stress. Yeah, and I would also add, depending on how violent the behavior is or the criminal action is, the media might also get involved. That's not good PR for the company either. Yes, I was in a chamber of commerce group once with a woman who headed a PR firm that specialized in preparing CEOs to meet the press following a company disaster or catastrophe. And she said these CEOs often uh, lived a charmed life up until that event. And then things were just destroyed and ruined for them. Sometimes the companies fail as a result. Ken, I know that you've made a point of talking about employee theft. Where does R3 results fit in with this besides the prevention of workplace violence? I'm understanding from what I've learned about the company that you offer some other services. Can you talk a little bit about that, please? Well, I mean, there's physical security and so on. And primarily right now, we are focused on workplace violence and this, of course, verbally diffusing violent confrontation. We think it's essential. However, any client we have, we will, as part of it, provide some consulting and coaching related to whatever particular problem they may have and identify to us. Now, all of these things indeed are related. And if we can help with issues that we see in terms of safety or workers' compensation and so on, we will. Now, the other point I want to make, though, is you introduce this reasonably in terms of cutting losses. There's a flip side to that, and that is the totally positive results that happen when you reduce the stress, when you're able to get rid of a couple bullies in a company and we'll help any client do just that. 
We're not going to have them there undermining this course. It's just going to be winning for the good employees and winning for the company. So it will help them get rid of if there's a couple of intractable bullies, they're going to be gone. And positive side is phenomenal. And I read a wonderful book called The Humanocracy, Humanocracy by Gary Hamill. And the Wall Street Journal calls Mr. Hamill the most influential business mind in the world. Pretty good praise. And his book is very consonant with, and his research, which he and his partner did for years, of the most successful companies in the world. And as you can tell by the title, they replace the sort of bureaucratic treatment of employees as cogs in the machine to what he calls humanocracy, where the employees were made the important thing and really listened to. And when this atmosphere starts to happen, the thing I started out in the beginning talking about, the companies that were really friendly and positive, yeah. is it a feel great? When that starts to happen, those companies are tremendously more profitable. The ideas come up from the floor. The machinist working on the machine says, I've noticed if we added a guide to this uh, saw, it would be 20% more efficient. And he's not going to do that in a very hostile, defending his life type of situation. But when it's positive, pro-company, it has a wonderful result. And Mr. Hamill proved it in his book. Yeah, I'm sure it would. Creating a positive environment, a safe environment, certainly has to have those kinds of benefits. Ken, we've been talking a lot about businesses, corporations, that sort of thing. And I know you provide services to those kinds of entities. Do you also provide this to nonprofits? Yes, we certainly can and would like to. Some nonprofits work in stressful situations, disadvantaged areas, and so on. Community health centers, things of the sort. Anywhere where there's want to be some people that are in trouble. I mean, if it's a drug and alcohol treatment facility, anything like that is very appropriate to this. Okay. Well, we can't leave without asking you, what's the best way to reach our three results so they can learn more about your company and what you might be able to do for them? Well, thanks, Jeff. Our website is r3results.com. Toll-free number is 833-R3-RESULTS. I will give your listeners here my direct number of 215-947-2338. And my email is ken at r3results.com. Excellent. Ken, I want to say that it's great when we have somebody on Voices in the Spotlight who not only talks about a problem that is vexing and damaging, but has solutions to address the problem. And it sure sounds like R3 Results has that. So thanks again for being our guest on Voices in the Spotlight. Thank you, Jeff. You've been listening to Voices in the Spotlight. If you like this show, please share it with others, like it, and subscribe. And if you would like us to shine the spotlight on you or on someone you know, let us know on the Contact Us page at www.jeff.com dash ostroff.com